morning. Welcome to another episode of the End Time Blog podcast. I'm Elizabeth Prada. Today I am thinking about how wonderful it is that we know about God's sovereignty and that we are inside his sovereignty and not outside. Now God doesn't have to patch. He doesn't have to regroup. He doesn't have to do a workaround. He doesn't have to circle back to this. And there is no plan B. He plans the end from the beginning. Witness Joseph. He was thrown into the pit. He was sold as a slave. He rose up in Potiphar's house, thrown down again into jail. He appeared before Pharaoh, God giving Pharaoh a dream, the famine, the long lost family coming to Joseph, all of it, all planned, all moved along in perfect timing that God had ordained. I mean, also look at the genealogies. I think about this a lot. Each person from the beginning of time married the person whom God wanted them to marry right up until when Joseph and Mary were betrothed. Each pairing throughout all time until the man God wanted to unite with Mary and then she became pregnant by the Holy Spirit. To me, this is amazing and really an example of God's sovereign um, handling of affairs. Now, in turbulent times like these, when we might be unsettled, let us rest on the fact of God's sovereignty. R.C. Sproul was amazing in explaining God's kingly hand over all which happens. I'm going to quote from R.C. Sproul from a Ligonier teaching series about God's sovereignty. And this is R.C. Sproul, quote, Understand that when we talk about God's ordaining things, there are different ways God ordains things to come to pass. That doesn't necessarily mean that God jumps down onto the planet and makes something happen through a direct and immediate personal involvement on his part. But the trick in the statement has to do with the word ordain. All that statement means is that God is sovereign over anything that happens. Nothing in this world can happen apart from the divine sovereignty. Continuing with a sprawl, we distinguish sometimes between God's efficacious will and his permissive will. You've heard those kind of distinctions, but let me state this in the easiest of all possible terms. If something happens in this world, whether by the power of men, the power of nature, the power of machines, etc., God always has the power and authority to at least prevent it from happening, does he not? And if he does not prevent it from happening, that means at least this much. He has chosen to let it happen. Now, continuing with Sproul, that doesn't mean he applauds it. That doesn't mean he's in favor of it insofar as he gives divine sanction to it but he does allow it to happen. Again, not always in the sense of approving. And in so allowing, he is making a decision and he is making that decision sovereignly. 
He knows in advance what is going to happen. And if he decrees that it shall happen, he's retaining his sovereignty over it. If things happen in this world outside the sovereignty of God, then that would mean simply God is not sovereign. The end of the quote from Sproul, but it was in this series, he said his famous quote, there is not one maverick molecule in the universe. All is sustained by Jesus. Nations war, nations rise, nations fall. God ordains all that happens from those big things right down to each lungful of air we breathe and the places that our blood course through our bodies or doesn't course. We're fortunate we know him as a good and gracious God. All that he does is for the good of those who love him. Now, times here might be scary, prices might be rising, but he will never let us beg bread or remain in fear. His word bathes our soul, cleanses our mind, and dissolves the weeds of fear. Rely on God through his word, through his love, and through his promises. I'm going to repeat a few promises that I found formulated um, in a list um, online. One, God's presence brings joy. That's from Psalm 1611. You make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. Secondly, God will fill me to overflowing with hope. Romans 15, 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Third, God will strengthen and help and help me. Isaiah 41.10 So, do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Pray for a balm today if you are worried, if you need encouragement, or if you just need strength to believe in the promises of God. Pray for that bomb, and he will give it. Well, this has been another episode of the End Time Blog Podcast. I hope you are encouraged. If you need more encouragement, of course, always turn to the scriptures. Turn to what God has said and that he has promised. And because he is sovereign, he will bring the encouragements to pass too. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.